welcome to Naked in Counting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. Hi, Leon. Nice to see your lovely uh, face, I guess. Lovely. That's the way to describe it. Oh, Cruella, Cruella, Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta stay in character, right? Cruella's cruel. So. Ay, ay, ay. Why are you strangling that Dalmatian in front of me right here? You know, there is video proof that I am not strangling any dogs. Just saying. Just saying. This is an audio podcast, so um, yeah, I don't think there's any proof. I'm the witness. I'll stand up in court <laughs> for all 101 of them. <laughs> Actually, technically... This is perfect because this is our 101st episode. This is, is actually episode 101. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This, should, right. this episode should be about Dalmatians and Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> Just to stay, you know, finally we have a reason to talk about Dalmatians instead of me and my gray hair, damn it. But listen, I'm, uh, I'm curious. So you mentioned that you went out dancing on Sunday to proper social. Um, obviously, things have been open over here for quite some time and I've gone out, I've even gone to an event and everything. So I'm really curious, what was, uh, what was the experience like for you? No, it was, it was fine. It's like, I haven't really gone out to any kind of socials in the last year and a half. Although I did go on holiday and we did have a chance to dance. Um, not the last trip I went on, but last year we had a chance to, you know, social dance a little bit, but we couldn't do too much. We had to stay with the mask on and everything else. And, um yeah there was, you know, there was a little bit of restrictions but it wasn't a, a social dancing venue right so I, I could only dance with a couple of people but on Sunday I went out to a place called O'Sullivan's which is quite known in Paris like, I love like O'Sullivan's um, oh my god oh, you've that been there right some... yeah right yeah, that the brings Moulin Rouge. they used to have it on Wednesdays right I don't know about Wednesdays or Sundays maybe it's, it's oh, always so... been Sundays what was Wednesdays in Paris? Wednesdays, I maybe when you were here, it may have there may have been something going on there, but I don't recall. It was nothing that was long lasting. Okay, okay. Oh, Sullivan's I definitely been to though. That yeah, that's a that's a it's a great club, and you know um, the rules have kind of changed over here. Where anywhere you go to now, any restaurant, any bar, any club, you have to show your uh, pass, your COVID mm. pass, or a, a clean COVID test. So, you know, I've done all my vaccinations and I'm, I'm good to go. So, you know, all I had to do is show my pass, got in and everybody's in there dancing, you know. Um, nice. There was not many people wearing masks, uh, but there were a few. So, you know, no, no problem with that. And, you know, it was the first time I've really danced like that in a year and a half. I danced mm. more that night than I did in a year and a half. It was, it was crazy. I was just like, loving it really I, well, I haven't so, enjoyed social dancing in such a long time you know you know it's funny that you say that because that's exactly what happened with me the first time that I went out dancing it was the same I was like I don't know I don't even know if I'm gonna remember how to dance let me I'm, I'll just take it easy maybe I'll just say hi to some friends if I get to see anybody I danced everything I was like break dancing on the floor when they played <laughs> old school music I was doing like I was so hyper so pumped up but I got to tell you I think I went uh out recently and the floor was sticky and remember we had an episode where we were like 
you know, how much would we be okay? Everything. Yeah. How much <laughs> would we be okay with now that we can finally go back to dance? And I'll tell you, it didn't last very long. Like I was like, man, this floor is too sticky. I don't like this song. This is too crowded. Hold on. That first, <laughs> that first night you went out, um, wasn't that night that you actually got COVID? That wasn't it. It was the, the, <laughs> the one after. It's interesting what you're telling me about the way your events are set up. Like over here, they're, Things are open, reopening. Obviously, they have the you know percentage of the population that's getting vaccinated, um, but there are no requirements here. There's mm-hmm. no entry into a club or a social or a restaurant that requires you to prove that you have a negative COVID test or your um, vaccine card. Nothing like that, right? So you could have a bunch of people who are vaccinated plus a bunch of people who are not here. So you, I know, um, you know, used to have your events, one at uh, SOS in London, as well as the one on the boat in Paris. Like, are you planning on reopening and what would be your approach to it? Definitely uh, planning on reopening. Um, in France, it's a little bit easier because now the government has put in place a system where everybody has to show their pass, you know, so that takes the stress off me. As an organizer, it takes the stress of the organizer because, uh, you know, it's the government that put it in, put it in place. And I'm talking really about responsible organizers that really, you know, want to want to look after their clients, you know, rather than just making money. You know, you, you, we, we, we've gone through a hard, hard time and we want to, you know, we want to do something where people are safe, but people can also enjoy themselves. So there's somebody has to take the responsibility. And as an organizer, you have to take part of that responsibility. Obviously, you know, people want to get uh, vaccined up or want to wear masks or want to, you know, wash their hands properly. That's right. one thing. But as an organizer, you're going to kind of got to take responsibility. And now the government have taken that responsibility. Um, so it makes it easier. And I, I went into the, cl- I went into a couple of places now where I had to show my pass and it's, n- it's no problem. I just came from a swimming pool just now where you have to show your pass. I don't, I don't personally mind. But that's because you don't have a problem getting vaccinated, right? Now there mm-hmm. are a lot of people who are anti-vaxxers who are, um, of the mindset that why should they get vaccinated and why should they be prohibited from going somewhere? just because they're not vaccinated because they made that choice, you know? So I don't know. I mean, like I said, over here, there's no real uh, restrictions at any of the events. The events are just open by, you know, they recommend it. They, you know, your masks are It's the same in London. Same in Mm -hmm. the UK. It's kind of like that. Like we can, we're going to open up uh, SOS in uh, September, but the government is kind of, at the time of this recording, hmm. the government is, uh, I'm not 100% clear of what's going to be happening. They, they were talking about enforcing this pass, but there's nobody doing it right now in the UK. But hmm. they are in France and they are in maybe some other places as well. I, I know in Italy, they just changed the, the law over there. So everybody has to show their pass. So, you know, people, countries are reacting in different ways. And I think um, we kind of have to be, follow the government guidelines as much as we can and also you know just think you know but do you know what i heard i heard there's people talking about boycotting events that are enforcing any kind of um regulations <laughs> which i think is crazy you know i always find that interesting the the, the boycotting of something 
um, especially on mass, because you always have a choice of not attending yourself. Yeah. You know, exactly. And ultimately it's a business. If they are, if they have certain uh, requirements for their business for entry into their business, you know, their establishment, then uh, they're entitled to have that, you know, and, and you have a choice of either um, following those guidelines or not. It's like entering somebody's house, you know, like my house, you got to take your shoes off when you come in here. So if you're, if you don't want to take your shoes off, well, you can't come in. You know, the way I see it is like this. You can be pro, you can be anti-vax. That's not a problem. Right. But we've all been in this horrible situation where people have been losing their homes, you know, people committing suicide because of, you know, just how life was just messed up because of this whole COVID situation. Now we're kind of coming out of it somehow, you know, right. and right. It, I believe most of the organizers out there that are putting on these events are doing it because it's their livelihood. You know, some people may be doing it as a secondary uh, job or whatever else, secondary way of making money. But there are people, there are artists out there, teachers, um, performers. There's so many people out there that have been struggling, haven't been able to make that money. You know, maybe they haven't had the help from the government that they could have had. You know, so everybody's trying to make get their lives back on tracks. And now by creating these um, boycotts, you know, if you don't want to do it, if it's a personal choice, it's a personal choice. But don't, you know, don't try and gang up and try and make somebody lose their livelihood, lose lose money. You know, there's people that haven't been able to eat. Come right. on, stop that shit. Right. And not only that, but, you know, to be honest, uh, that I like for my body to be able to build up its own defenses. And I like to just try and keep it healthy from the inside out and through training so that it can, it can have a strong uh, immunity against anything. However, but COVID, like I did have it and it was painful, you know, and I, I don't want to get sick again. And I don't want to be the cause for anyone else to get sick again. Like that's one of the reasons for me, you know, as a personal experience to have been like, I have to get vaccinated. There are so many things that we are not dealing with today that we were dealing with yeah. decades ago or a century ago because of vaccines. I get it. You know, maybe you haven't gotten sick or maybe you don't know someone who's sick or maybe you're in the, the, the boat of you just don't believe it, even if somebody did get sick. But, you know, the potential severity, like, why would you want to be responsible for that? And if someone's taking the responsible route of either their own choice in saying, regardless of government restrictions, but their own choice in saying, listen, we're gonna have an event like this, or as a result of the government enforcing something, saying that we're gonna have an event like this, where you do need a um, negative test or a Vax passport, like why would you go and organize a boycott? Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't like that when I saw it, and I'm just hoping that it's not spreading. So this is why I wanted mm. to have it as a topic today, just to make sure it's out there. Forget that stuff. If you don't want to support an event, don't go. Yeah. But don't start rallying the troops up and, and, and just messing with people's livelihood. That's that's not cool. We're right. all here. We're all trying to survive. You know, it, an artist's job it can be hard at times. You right. Know, an organizer, and, everything. You know, an organizer. Yeah. We, we rely on, on people. We haven't had people for the last year and a half. So I'm not saying go and organize super spreader events. I'm not saying that. Right. Be safe. 
do what you have to do, make wise decisions. You know, if you're in a place where people don't care, well, you know, but all I know is that I know I'm only going to go to events that I feel safe at, and I'm only going to organize events that I hope people feel safer as well. Right. You know, right. and I don't need to mention anybody else's place. It's not my business. Right. And, you know, yeah. on that note, you know, in terms of like feeling safe, I hope that people feel safe listening to this podcast. And if you do hear that segue, make sure you spread this podcast to everyone. You can be a no, super spreader for the podcast. I didn't podcast. like that one. I didn't like super, that one. You can be a super spreader for the podcast. How about that? That, share then, this you should have gone with that's what you should have gone with that's what you should have gone with but share your thoughts uh let us know you know how you feel um, uh, also what would you feel or how would you feel safe going to an event what would make you feel safe going to? yes event? right like what are some of the conditions that you would want to see um at an event or are you okay with pretty much anything because you feel comfortable being vaccinated so share your thoughts um share the podcast and don't forget to like and follow us at Mr. Leon Bros on Instagram and at Magna Gopal. All right. Until next time, after Magna has killed these 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, when Leon finally figures out how to come back and segue into an exit of a podcast episode. Whatever. Yeah. See you next time. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you.